Good morning and welcome to Friday Morning Praise. It's Pastor Maria here and we are here together. Let me just make sure. Yeah, we're on. Good, good, good. So as you come in, just say good morning. Hallelujah. Let me grab my paper off the printer. Bless the Lord. I need my words. <laughs> Glory to God. I'm just so grateful to the Lord. Uh, for this time together. As you come in, just say hello and I'll greet you. I'm so thankful to, to the Lord for what he is doing uh, in our lives, what he uh, is, he's always working. And if we'll let him, he'll do even more. <laughs> Amen. If we'll let him, if we'll cooperate with him. So I'm grateful to him. Uh, I was sitting here this morning in my time with the Lord, just, uh, just talking to him and uh, just loving on him and thinking about, you know, what songs are we going to do, that kind of thing. I thought about that yesterday, but it kind of goes along with what I was doing this morning and just uh, fellowshipping with him. And there's an interesting thing that's occurring here. Good morning and happy Friday, Ivan. And so there's an interesting thing that's occurring uh, with me in terms of, uh, with the Lord. And so, you know, this week we talked about how he's available to us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's every minute of every day he's available to us and, and he wants to fellowship with us. And, uh, that's just getting stronger and stronger on the inside. Good morning, Quadwo. Happy Friday, blessed Friday to you. Hallelujah. And so he's been calling, uh, us to uh, just be with him. Amen. That's kind of what we've been talking about even in our time of prayer, knowing him more. And in putting the songs together for this morning, I was looking up some verses and something just jumped out at me and I thought it was very interesting. But in First Chronicles 16, 11, it says, look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. And the message translation says, study God. Study God and his strength. Seek his presence day and night. Study God and his strength. And so when you study something, you don't just look at it one time. When you study something, you look at it over and over and over again until it gets in you, right? Until it gets in you to where, you know, you hand the book over to your friend or your parent or whoever, you hand it over to them and say, okay, ask me the questions. And then you recite it, right? And from, because it's in you now. Well, that's how we are with, with God. We're to study him. We're to look to him. We don't just look to him and go, oh yeah, I see him over there. Yeah, he's there. Yep. I think you're there. Uh, is that you, God? No, we, we really know him. We study him and we find out more about him. And that stays with us because he's, he's in us. He's given us his spirit. He's put his spirit on the inside of us. And so we study him, study how he is, study his ways. And we learn, it said, Jesus said, learn of me. We talked about that the other day, learn of me. He wants us to learn of him. People, well, you know, who can know the mind of the Lord? Well, yeah, but if you keep reading that verse of scripture, it says, but we have the mind of Christ. <laughs> we can know it. He wants to show us his thoughts, his very thoughts. He wants to reveal that to us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Remember in Matthew chapter 14, uh, so one of the things that uh, I was thinking about today is the call or the 
whole uh, in my life at this present time to spend more time with the Lord. And this has happened uh, at several times at various times in my life. And so you're going to hear me talk about it more and more. Uh, but that pull to spend more time, and I don't ignore that. Anytime I'm compelled even more to spend time with the Lord, I do it because I know the, the, one of the times that it happened right before a really tough season that I went through in my life. And I believe that that time that I was obedient in spending even more time and getting even more closer to him sustained me and helped get me through that really tough time that I faced. And so I don't ignore that. And I remember in Matthew chapter 14, this came to my heart in Matthew chapter 14. Remember when the disciples were in the boat? and they were had had a storm come up and Jesus walked to them on the water and then Peter said what did Peter say in verse 14 of that chapter was chapter in verse I'm sorry in verse 28 Peter said if it's you bid me tell me to come to you and it, what it really meant was if that's you Jesus order me or command me to come to you that's what he said why didn't Peter just get out of the boat and start walking? Why did he have to tell Jesus, tell me to come to you? He could have, he's a grown man. He could make his own mind up. He could get out of the boat and he could walk to Jesus. But he told him, no, order me and command me to come. Why? Why did he do that? Because remember, Peter traveled with Jesus and he saw him command evil spirits out of people. He saw him command healing to come. He saw him command the blind man to see, command the lame man to walk. He saw, he commanded death to go and life to come in the child's body. Peter saw this. So he knew all he needed was a word. Just tell me to come, order me to come. He knew the power in Jesus' word. I just thought that was just awesome, right? So he came and he walked on water. Well, that bidding is what I'm talking about. That bidding was an invitation. Jesus said, come. And that's what I feel he's telling me. And I know he's not just telling me. He's telling others. He's saying, come. He's bidding us and inviting us to come and spend time in his presence. And, uh, you know, I'm compelled to do so. And so usually when it happens, like I said, it's for different seasons in my life. And so I'm, I'm not really sure. I haven't been sure why uh, I've been just uh, enjoying his presence even more. But I was led to this during my time with the Lord this morning. And I extended our time just a little bit today because I wanted to share this. And we're going to sing. We're going to praise God. But we're going we're gonna to sing songs around this today. I was led to this during my time this morning with him. And it answers some questions for me. And if you're part of the church, uh, you'll understand this. And I'll explain it to those who are not. First Chronicles chapter 22 and verse 19. I'm going to read it out of the message translation. The Lord led me to this this morning. Now devote your heart and soul to seeking the Lord, your God. That's, that's the part that I was looking at. You know, this is the part I was looking at. And then I felt compelled to look it up in the message translation. This is how the Lord directed me. And here's what 1 Chronicles chapter 22, verse 17 to 19 says. 
David gave orders to all of Israel's leaders to help his son Solomon saying, isn't it obvious that your God is present with you? That he has given you peaceful relations with everyone around? My part in this was to put down the enemies, subdue the land to God and his people. Your part is to give yourselves heart and soul to praying to your God. So get moving. Build the sacred house of worship to God. (laughs) Then bring the chest of the covenant of God and all the holy furnishings for the worship of God into the sanctuary built in honor of God. Now, when I read that verse, some are like, oh, that's a great verse. That's David and Solomon. And if you know what season Father's House Family Church is in right now, you will know what this verse means to me right now. (laughs) And this is why the pull on me to spend more time with the Lord. Good morning, Jean. God bless you today. Remember, good morning, Jeff. God bless you. David paved the way for his son Solomon to build the house, the temple for the Lord. David thought he was going to build it and God told him, no, you're not the one. Your son's going to build it. David paved the way for him. He fought many battles, took down many enemies. And what he said was, I've subdued the land for you. And now God has given you peaceful relations with everyone around you. And so he told him, so go do what you're called to do. This is what your part is. This was my part, David said, as your father. Now this is your part. Your part is to seek the Lord with all your heart and build. Well, (laughs) in January of last year, my parents transitioned the church to me. And uh, I've been with my parents in starting the church from 1999. I've seen all the struggles. I've seen the happy times, the times of celebration. I've seen the tough times. I've seen the hurts. I've seen the things people walk out on them. I've seen it all. I've seen it all. I've been there with them. They've paved the way for this generation, for me. And so my dad has been all around Dighton. He's been evangelizing and his name is well known. And so we have peaceful relations with the town officials, with the people in the town. Why? Because my dad did what he was called to do. And my mom did what she was called to do. The call is still on them. It's changed a bit. It's just changed a little bit. But they did what God called them to do. And it's brought us to this place that we're at now. After our transition, I went ahead. And uh, it was just a month or two after our transition, I heard where to build. And when I heard that, I sat on it and would not tell anybody because we had just had a transition. That's a lot of change that came with it. This would be a really big change. So I sat on that information. But then when God released us to announce it, we announced it. And we are at a place where 
the things that transpired after that announcement, we could never make happen, ever make happen if we tried, but God has done it. And so we're closing next week on the 28th, next Friday, we'll be closing, we're selling to the town and then starts the next phase of this uh, endeavor. And that is the new part for me. This is the part that I'm like, oh, now I'm like really stepping out on faith. This is why there's a call for me to come and spend even more time with Jesus. This is why. And in 1 Chronicles 22, 19, I'm going to do exactly what Solomon did and seek the Lord with all my heart. And he's going to, we saw how it worked out with Solomon. He built the temple of the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so we're going to do that. I'm just so grateful to God. This is how he tells us to come to him and he shows us him for what we need in that season of our life. He shows us the part that he's going to be for us in that time. And so I'm grateful to him. Hebrews eleven six says, without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Get ready to be rewarded. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I've proved him o'er and o'er. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace, to trust him more. Hallelujah. I want to take that up a little bit because God gave me another verse this morning for that. But I'm going to take it up. Let's see if we can take it up. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust you. How I've proved you more and more. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him more. Here's what he gave me. The more I know you, the more I trust you. You are showing me your ways. <laughs> Every day I'm learning of you, Jesus, now I trust you more, cause Jesus, you've done everything, and Jesus, you are all I need. Jesus, you're so good to me. <laughs> Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I trust you more because I know you more. The more I know you, the more I trust you. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Turn your eyes upon Jesus.
Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Stop struggling trying to figure out what to do. Stop struggling what to figure out what to do in the natural. There's things that we face that we wonder, how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I do this? I don't know what to do. I'm struggling with it. I don't know what the next step is. I don't know what the answer is for this. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Study him. Look full in his wonderful face. Everything will change. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace that's how you're gonna do it you're gonna do it in the light of his glory and grace <laughs> His amazing grace is with you. And that is how you're going to win every challenge, overcome every obstacle, take that next step, do and obey what he's called you to do. That is how you're going to be successful in this life. Turn your eyes on Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Bless the Lord. There's an old song we used to do. There is a name I love to hear. I love to sing its worth. It sounds like music in my ear. The sweetest name on earth <laughs> oh how I love Jesus oh how I love Jesus oh how I love Jesus because he first loved me then we say to me, you are so wonderful. Yes, you are. To me, you are so wonderful. Oh, yes, you are. To me, you are so wonderful. <laughs> because you first because you first even when i didn't know because you first loved me oh even when we were dead in our sins he loved us 
and he did something. His love caused him to move and act and save us. He reached out and saved us. Hallelujah. He could have minded his own business, took care of his, <laughs> him and his, but he calls us his. He calls us his, and he knew he was here for a greater purpose. He calls us his own. He loves us, and he did something about it. Hallelujah. Let's do one more. This is an old one, too. Hallelujah. All hail King Jesus. All hail Emmanuel. King of kings. Lord of lords, bright morning star. Yes, you are. And throughout eternity, I'll sing your praises. And I'll reign with you throughout eternity one more time all hail king jesus all hail emmanuel king of kings lord of lords bright morning star and throughout eternity i'll sing your praises and i'll reign with you throughout eternity hallelujah our eternity has already begun if you are in christ your eternity anybody's eternity has already begun it's a matter of our choice where we choose to spend that eternity when our body goes or when jesus returns where will we spend eternity my prayer for you is that you have received jesus and the life that he offers you and that you don't settle for a life below that, but you settle for the life that he has bought and paid for you. It's an abundant and full life. And that you will spend eternity reigning with him. Glory to God. It's a choice that you can make. It's very simple. All you have to do is receive him. Jesus, I receive you. I receive you. Come into my heart. And forgive me of all of my sins. I love you. And I am going to spend all eternity with you. That's it. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. And so we love the Lord. We love you, Jesus. We thank you. We praise you. We worship you today. I know today was a little different. But I wanted to share that with you because I want you when Jesus bids you to come and he's inviting you to come and spend time in his presence to know more about him so he can show you and unfold his plan for your life at this season right now, the season that you're in.
on the path he has for you is his plan and it unfolds for you first when you spend time with him. He told me months ago that if you'll walk things out in the spirit, you'll walk it out in the natural. And so that is my aim and that is my goal. I see a new facility built for him. I see it. I see it. I see us impacting our town and the surrounding towns for him to advance his kingdom and to show people the way he does things. Hallelujah. That's why we're building. And so I know we're building Father's house, <laughs> family church. We're building Father's house. And he is, is ordering all of our steps. And he is out there securing the land for us. He's talking to the architect that we have hired, that we have uh, in mind to hire, I should say, that's ready to work with us. He's taking care of all of that. He's taking care of any supply chain issues. He's taking care of it all. He is. He's sponsoring.